0: Everybody, and welcome to the Pub Trivia Experience. And today we have the Hot Seat Tournament. My name is Mike, and I have the privilege of hosting the bottom left quadrant. And this is the first game of our bottom left quadrant. And we've got two great contestants with us tonight. We are going to start with Heather. Heather, how are you doing, and
1: what are you drinking? <sighs> I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on this. Um, I am drinking a Star Wars blue drink. Ooh, look at that. From a Star Wars cookbook. I see that look that you're giving me, Scotty. Okay. And um, apparently, my husband seems to think that my organs need to be sterilized on the inside. So, uh, this is going to go great. <laughs>
0: Now, Heather, when you signed up, you said uh you didn't necessarily have anything to promote other than serial podcast guest Tim Dipple.
1: Uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh Tim Dipple and I, we and a buddy of ours, we were actually on a uh sports podcast called Hometown Crowd. Um it is currently shelled for the moment, uh, since you know Dimothy is is now a daddy and so he's kind of taking that time to do that. Um, but he is, he is a serial podcast guest and it always just cracks me up when he's like, oh yeah, I'm on this one. I'm on this one. I'm on this one. So, you know what? We'll, 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 uh, I'll acknowledge the hustle for this, for him. Awesome. So that awesome. way he can never say I did nothing nice for him ever. There, there, so. y-
0: there you go. There you go. And you can go back to antagonizing him later.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And if I fail at this, it's all his fault. So
0: <laughs> there you go. All right. And uh, also on the uh, West Coast, we've got friend, longtime friend of the podcast uh, from the Branch Warmers Trivia Podcast. We got Scott Grimes, my friend. Same questions to you. How are you doing and what are you drinking?
2: Well, first off, I just want to say that Tim told me he's never going back to the Hometown Crowd podcast and that he he shut it <laughs> down so that he could join up with the the boys from Pub Trivia Experience in Boozy. I, I don't know.
1: I, I feel like you're putting words in his mouth. It's like
2: a game of tele. It's like a game of telephone. By the t- by, the time the message got to me, that's what I heard. I'm not. Sa- I don't know. I don't know.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, okay.
2: Mike, I don't appreciate being called the bottom left. I'm more of a top right. Uh, oh, just, you know, just putting it, that. It was, there. it was all
0: a random algorithm, man. Don't blame me. Blame the algorithm.
2: Um, but well, I mean, that's what they called me in my my very brief uh, prison stint. They called me top right. I don't. I don't know what that meant. <laughs>
1: That's
2: not it yeah but i ran i ran with it because it sounded better than bottom center so yeah yeah so um i'm good i'm good yeah despite this this outburst you guys are hearing i'm not drinking anything um i drank a lot of beer yesterday so I'm, i'm flushing my system today uh but i'm excited to do this this should be a lot of fun love hanging out with you mike i like hanging out with heather um you mentioned it. Thanks for the introduction, Mike. I'm part of the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Mike's been on my show. Heather's been on my show. Tim's been on my show. Chris's been on my show. If you're listening to this and you haven't been on my show, I don't know what's going on with your life. Come on my show. Email us.
1: So yeah, what he's saying, because he's not drinking, listener, you can't see it, but really that's just his face. That's mm-hmm. just his face right now. That's it's not friend. the alcohol. That's mm-hmm. just his face. Correct.
0: So. Mm-hmm.
2: I can't change it. I tried.
0: Eh, we all we all run into that sometimes.
2: We, come on, who hasn't photoshopped Channing Tatum's face? Like, come on.
1: Uh, I mean, naturally, I you know, I, I can't say that I have. I'm I. <laughs> you can put my name on that list. My,
2: Michael understand this, but now I've gotten now I try to Photoshop hair up here. I'm like I'm like oh whose hair looks cool Bruno Mars I'll try that one out the little quaff. I tr- I try out different ones.
0: Yeah brad pitt's abs from fight club yeah you know, j- right there? just for
2: my resume like you know so i can put the photo on there with a nice elvis hairstyle on the
1: cover sheet yep on the oh, cover yeah. sheet yep so they know right right up front it's weird that they, they, know what they, they're they're
2: getting. they never hire me i don't know i don't know what
1: it is. you don't <laughs> no. ever get the callbacks from them do no you?
2: that's their,
0: that is their loss scott
2: Uh all right
0: all right uh i of course uh did bring a tasty beverage for myself uh even though I'm probably not going to get a whole lot of chance to drink it because I'll be reading a lot of questions. But nonetheless, we'll pop this open here. It's a little little trademark can pop there. This is the Terra Formosa India Pale Ale from Trim Tab Brewing. I will pretty much always bring a Trim Tab uh, beer every episode or two because they're one of my favorite breweries out here. Uh, they're not in Huntsville, Alabama, which is where I live. They're actually in Birmingham, but... Uh, still they saw a lot of really good stuff here. As as Heather don't, rolled don't, back, don't
2: right? reference Alabama. I've learned that yeah. with, with Heather. Under, uh, under
0: understandable, understandable. Mm.
1: I'm too much of an LSU fan for mm. for it. So,
0: gotcha, gotcha. I mean, I'm I'm a Vanderbilt fan. So,
1: <gasps> oh God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. You want to talk about getting
1: the short straw in the SEC? <laughs> That's Vandy.
0: Oh yeah. It's it's a hard knock life, but at least we got baseball, so you know.
1: Hey, listen, you guys are doing great in baseball right now.
0: It's nice to have the one thing to hang our hat on as opposed to the zero <laughs> things we had for up until the last like five years or so. Like, so
1: well, listen, your 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 campus is literally like in smack dab in the middle of Nashville. Like what yes, do you it expect? It like, yes it is.
0: That is true. Yep. All right, guys. Let me give you a quick rundown on how the game is going to work. We're gonna have our Pretty standard pregame, which is basically uh, we're going to go back and forth and it's a yes or no type of question. Uh, And then uh, after that, we're going to go into our hot seat round. Now, that's the main focus of this tournament. And what it is, is I'm going to set a timer. It's 30 minutes and it is nonstop trivia questions. And it's just back and forth. Heather, Scott, Heather, Scott. Oh, we will make sure at the end, if Heather gets the last question, Scott will get a question too, uh, just to make sure that it's even. Uh, And then after that, you guys will have accumulated a certain amount of points. It's one point for each pregame correct answer. And it is one point for each correct hot seat answer. It's that simple. And you will have those points. And then we'll hit the third round, which is the wager round. And that, of course, means I'm going to give you three categories and you can wager any or all of your point up to any or all of your points across those three categories. You can wager none across the board. You can split it up three, 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 however you want to do it. Uh, but you lose those points if you don't get that question, right? So, uh, that'll, uh, involve some strategizing when we get there, but we're going to jump right into our pregame. I got to hopefully this will be an entertaining category for you. Our pregame category is in music. And this is, here's how this is going to go. I'm going to give you a musical artist and you're going to tell me if they ever had a number one hit on the billboard charts in America. Just a yes or no. Did they ever have a number one? All right. Uh, Heather, you uh, you were randomly chosen to be on the uh, the first of the two in this particular matchup in the bracket. So you get to go first. Your artist is David Bowie. Yes. And yes is a correct answer. He actually had two. Scott, your artist is Bruce Springsteen. I'm, uh, I'm gonna say no. And no is actually a correct answer. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen never had a number one hit. Dancing in the Dark made it to number two, but kept being held off by When Doves Cry by Prince. I
2: kept figuring his biggest hits. There were other big artists that I feel like had more chart chart toppers. That's why I went that way.
0: Yep. No. Well really? done. Really
1: born well in done. the USA. Well, I was thinking that, and like glory yeah. days,
2: all those like you yeah, know, man. all those. I feel like yeah. you know, okay. it, but that's Michael Jackson and Prince heyday and Madonna. So.
1: Hey. Yeah,
0: it's hey, exactly, exactly. So yeah, he was he kind did.
1: of a small fish in a big pond. There. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. A- interesting side note: he did he did write a number one hit for Manford Man, blinded by the light. You know that song, You know that song. That's originally Bruce Springsteen. He wrote that.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, that was number one, but "Dancing in the Dark" isn't okay.
0: I I, 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 I know. call di- shenanigans.
1: That's di- different, shenanigans.
0: Different time. I they they don't ask. I mean, I guess they I sort know. of ask me because I buy music. But anyway, okay. <laughs>
1: All right.
0: All right. Well, one point each. Heather, your your artist is Creed.
1: Oh God. Um, I'm going to say, yeah.
0: and yeah is a correct answer yes for those keeping score at home creed had more number ones than bruce springsteen (laughs) so bad oh goodness all right scott your artist is bob dylan i'm gonna say no and you are, again, going to be correct. That was actually what prompted me to write this particular pregame, was finding out that Bob Dylan never had a number one hit, which was kind of mind-blowing.
2: It It, it is, but it's also not surprising, just because his style of music is not popular enough to hit the billboard. That boys. was what
0: I
1: realized, but... It is a very, like, niche kind yeah, of genre. Yeah.
2: Well, I genre. mean, the people that listen to Bob Dylan aren't the people that are standing in line to buy albums, so it, it's...
1: Exactly, yeah, yeah.
0: Good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. yeah. All right, two to two, and we're heading back over to Heather. Heather, your artist is Creedence Clearwater Revival.
1: And you said Billboard, right? Yes. That's the stipulation. Um, I'm going to say yes.
0: And we have our first incorrect answer. Creedence Clearwater Revival actually holds the record for most number twos without a number one. They had five at number two and never quite cracked that, that uh, nut. But.
1: Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. A, a, exactly.
2: Who knew? CCR, the Katherine Heigl of music.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have our episode title. Anyway. Mm-hmm.
1: I love it. I love Scott, it.
0: Scott, your artist is Pink Floyd.
2: Oh man. Uh it's, it's it's very similar to some of these other ones. Mm-hmm. It's it's the time, the era, the t- style of music, but I I'm going to say yes just because of how massively popular The Wall was and Dark Side of the Moon.
0: And and you are correct. Uh actually their one number one did come from the Wall album. Uh, Another brick in the wall was their only number one yeah. hit. But
1: I tried so hard to have that be my graduating class song. it just did not go over well didn't
0: go for it yeah
1: did they didn't go for it
0: i can't possibly imagine why
1: (laughs) me either
0: (laughs) all right heather your artist now for something completely different is mc hammer
1: oh please hammer don't hurt him um yeah yeah i'm gonna say yes he had to
0: I had the same thought, but unfortunately, no. You shut
1: up! I I could
0: not believe
1: that too it legit to a- quit is not I- a Billboard number one song.
0: Blew blew my mind, but he never hit number one.
1: Or pray?
2: Uh, it would have been you can't pray- touch this. Would well, you would have been obviously,
0: but Ray was the closest he got. If memory okay. serves, and I forget exactly how high that went, it was definitely top ten, but it didn't quite make number. Dude. one. Oh, it
2: wasn't the Adams Family rap.
1: Do what they want to do, say what they want to say. (laughs) (laughs) The Adams family—that's a
2: fun song, actually.
1: Oh my god, the music (laughs) video is hype, all hype. That's all that is. All right, Scott.
0: Your artist is Cheryl Crow.
2: I don't think so. I say no,
0: and you are correct. Come on, Scott.
2: What? She's got good songs, but again, it's just not. Lilith Fair, as great as it was, it's not that wasn't selling out at the time. This is mid nineties. This is Spice Girls. There's, there's no way she was cracking number one.
1: As as per usual, audio listeners disappoint me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Story of my life too. <laughs> Heather, your final artist Jesus is Christ. Neil Young.
1: You know, I'm just gonna say yes because I don't. At this point, I don't care. <laughs>
0: You, you are correct, Neil Young. Thank you, Neil Young did did crack number one with Heart of Gold. Yes, Heather, I'm gonna I'm gonna need
2: you to care a little bit. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh no no she's trust me she's about to turn the carrying up. I'm very
1: upset. I'm very upset about MC Hammer. Okay. She she does better. She does
2: better when she doesn't care. I'm gonna need you to care a little bit for the hot seat round.
0: (laughs) But Vanilla Ice, by the way, did hit number one. Oh. So. Great. In terms of the big rap songs around that time. All right, and Scott, your final artist, Wang Chung.
2: Oh man! I conventional wisdom says you wouldn't even ask this unless they had, but I think as big as that song, you know what?
1: Go with your heart, Scott. What does your heart say?
2: Ah, uh, it doesn't because Wang Chung's not in my heart. There's, <gasps> no, there's not enough room in there for for Wang Chung. Um. I'm going to say no.
0: And Scott saw through my ruse.
1: Damn it. It
0: is no. And with a perfect pregame, yeah. Scott is in the lead 5 to 3. As we're going to jump into our hot seat round in just a minute, but first, we're going to take a pause for a quick word from our sponsor.
2: All right, our next question in the category of self-care with products such as the lawnmower, the weed whacker, the Crop Reviver, and more. This company is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Oh, yeah, I, I can lock in. Chris is locked in. Jeff, go ahead and talk it out. Ah, Chris, yeah, you bar- barely beat me to it. When I think of men's below-the-belt grooming, there's only one name I ever think of. Manscaped. Jeff is locked in with Manscaped. Chris, what do you have? Yeah, uh, I had Manscaped as well. I think this one's pretty easy. Um, I've used their lawnmower 4.0 and I got to tell you, man, like this is a fantastic product. A lot of things that I love. I love the fact that it's waterproof. I love the fact that the ceramic blade actually feels good. Like there's no chopping or danger anything like that. I love the feel of it. Um, and the thing that to me is like the most handy and I love, I never thought I would have needed this in one of these, but that LED light is insanely intuitive. Like I, I never thought I would have thought I needed it, but it makes everything so much easier. So for me, I want a clean shave everywhere. Manscaped. All right. Both players have locked in with Manscaped as the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. And the correct answer is Manscaped. That's right. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. And right now, listeners can go to manscaped.com and enter promo code PTE for 20% off and free shipping. That's manscaped.com, promo code PTE. Manscaped. Join the over 4 million people who trust Manscaped with their goods.
0: All right, we're back, and we are ready to jump into the main portion of our game, which is the one versus one hot seat. Let me pull up my question list here. This is just going to be 30 straight minutes, nonstop trivia questions. We're going to start with Heather whenever you guys are ready. I'm good, good to go. All right, Heather, I'm going to start the clock after I finish reading the first question. Pisivorus. Animals feed mainly on what? Fish. That is correct. In 2003, Scott, this is for you. In 2003, what country became the third after the United States and Russia to launch a person into space aboard its own rocket? China. That is correct. Heather, a 16th century rhinoceros in an Italian museum is believed to be the oldest example of which preservation technique?
1: Mummification? Ooh,
0: close. Taxidermy.
1: Taxidermy. Damn it.
0: Scott, this one's to you. Which quarterback set the all-time mark for most passing touchdowns in an NFL career in 2014?
2: Peyton Manning. That is
0: correct.
1: I was going to say, if you didn't get that, I was going to be so just, (laughs) you would never hear the
0: end of it. Heather, which of these terms is often used to describe radio static or the hum of a fan? There are supposed to be multiple choice. What is the term? I misread that. What is the term often used to describe radio static or the hum of a fan? White noise. That is correct. Scott, which British supermodel accidentally pushed is is accidentally pushed off a balcony into the Thames River in absolutely fabulous. The movie. Iman. That is incorrect. Kate Moss. Heather, which television sitcom shares its name with an astronomical concept?
1: Um, third Rock from the Sun.
0: Close. The Big Bang Theory. The Big Damn Bang it! Theory. Scott, in the 2004 movie Sideways, wine lover Miles adamantly states that he will not drink what varietal?
2: I have no idea. Uh, I'll just say white wine.
0: <laughs> Merlot, Merlot. Heather, the 1990 film, film that made Julia Roberts a superstar takes its name from the title of what Roy Orbison's song? Pretty Woman. Oh, Pretty Woman, officially, but I will give it to you. That's oh, correct.
1: Calm down. <laughs> calm down.
0: Scott, which food is not naturally gluten-free? Corn, millet, rice, or rye?
2: You're asking the fat guy this? Um, <laughs> Rice.
0: I'm sorry that rye, not rice. You are close, though. Heather, w- the name of what basic component in nature is derived from a Greek term meaning indivisible? Repeat the question one more time. The name of what basic component in nature is derived from a Greek term meaning indivisible? <sighs>
1: um, water. I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, We were looking for Adam. Adam.
1: Oh, great. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, that. That.
0: Scott, the prime meridian sits on what line of longitude?
2: It's uh, 180 degrees. Uh, the way around, zero degrees, zero yeah. degrees.
0: Heather, according to an old saying, a secretive person plays his or her cards close to the what? Chest. That is correct. Scott, the musical Camelot, which debuted on Broadway in 1960, features what legendary figure as the lead character?
2: I don't know. Did you guys talk about this on Boozy? Um, Let's see. (laughs) What legendary figure as the lead character? Um, Moses. King Arthur. We're looking for King Arthur.
1: That was your second guess. Good try. Good try. (laughs) It's
2: my third. I don't think we
1: talked
0: about that one on
2: Boozy. No, you did not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Heather, in 2011, what name didn't make Social Security's list of popular baby names for the first time since
1: 1955? Um,
0: Biff. (laughs) It's a good guess based on the 1955. It was actually Elvis.
1: Damn it. So close. (laughs) I like the Back
0: to the Future reference. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Scott, according to ancient Roman religion, who was the god of the sea? Poseidon we're looking for the roman name
2: uh jupiter
0: neptune we're looking for neptune heather taking only landmass into account what is the largest country in the world
1: you said only landmass
0: only landmass russia russia is correct <laughs> Scott, by tradition, Navy SEAL candidates who give up during training do what to announce they are quitting?
2: Come up for air. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that, I've never heard of this. Ring a ring a bell.
1: Have you ring never seen GI Jane?
0: I have not ever seen GI Jane, and I'm not sure. I think we're going to ban that after this year's Oscars. Anyway. Oh
1: yeah, no, that's what they do. They ring. <laughs> they ring a bell.
0: Oh okay. And uh, a little over five minutes into the game, we have a current score of Heather with nine and Scott with seven. We're going to jump right back to Heather. The classic game of Monopoly comes with bills in what denomination that is no longer in circulation in the U.S.? Uh, The $500 bill. That is correct. Scott, in the holiday film A Christmas Story, the Parkers dine on what dish after their Christmas turkey is ruined?
2: Uh, They go to a Chinese restaurant. I don't know how specific you want me to be.
0: uh, Can you be a little more specific about what they order?
2: Oh my God! Um, egg rolls. Oh, they order the duck because oh, it's right.
1: looking at her. It's yes. looking at her. Yes. They have to like, cut the head off. Yes. Sorry,
2: I I don't watch that movie anymore. I've seen it too many times. Uh, yeah, it's,
0: I I think we all suffer from that for sure. Yeah. He- Heather, at the start of a chess match, the basic opening move e two to e four involves moving what game piece? A pawn. That is correct. Scott, in which film did Hugh Jackman star as a rival magician of the character played by Christian Bale?
2: I feel like a pawn in this game right now. Um, <laughs> is that the prestige?
0: That is the prestige. Very well, very nicely done. Heather, what product's 1972 patent describes a foamable resinous composition sprayed from an aerosol can?
1: Say it one more time.
0: What product's 1972 patent describes a foamable resinous composition sprayed from an aerosol can? I'm going to say Aquanet. Silly String. Damn it. Silly String. Good guess, though. Scott, author and etiquette guru Judith Martin writes a newspaper column under the pen name Miss What?
2: Can I go back to the, the other question? Um, Miss. <laughs> uh, let's see. Miss. Nope, not Miss Cleo, she's a fortune teller. Um
1: <laughs> Call me now I'm, for your fee reading.
2: <laughs> I'm going to say misinformation because it's a podcast that I like.
0: <laughs> that's that's a really good guess. Miss Manners, Miss Manners. Heather, what kind of whale stalked and sank the Essex, the ship featured in the film in the Heart of the Sea?
1: A blue whale. <laughs>
0: That's a good guess. A sperm
2: whale. Sperm. sperm. Whale. Always go with sperm Heather.
1: <laughs> Listen, that's between you and Jesus. I don't need I don't need <laughs> that. Okay.
0: Scott, how many red stripes are there on the American flag? Thirteen. Oh, there's only seven red. Only hmm. seven red. Heather, used for centuries to make gunpowder and cure meats, potassium nitrate is a, is commonly called what?
1: This is so bad. (laughs) And he said to cure meat. It's it's table salt. I don't know.
0: Salt is in the word. Salt, Peter. Damn
1: it. Salt, Peter.
0: Scott, in 2007, what comedian replaced Bob Barker as host of The Price is Right?
2: Salt, Peter is my other prison name. Just FYI. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just got back from a trip to Cleveland. It's Drew Carey. (laughs)
0: All right, Cleveland Rocks. Drew Carey is a correct answer. Heather, since 1951, what company has sponsored the popular Hall of Fame series of TV movies? Repeat the first part of it. Since 1951, what company has sponsored the popular Hall of Fame series of TV movies?
1: I'm going to say Hallmark.
0: That is a correct answer. Well done. Scott, Taken from Leave It to Beaver, the label June Cleaver typically refers to what TV stereotype?
2: Um I don't really know how to how to say it. Um If you, uh, if you get kind of there, I'll give it to you. A milf? <laughs> I know that's not right, but it's the funnier answer.
1: So <laughs> That is
0: That is definitely the funnier answer. Yeah. They have perfect housewife written down here, which mm. I think that I, I
2: don't know how those two things are different. I don't...
0: Technically, I was going to say MILF might fall into that category. That's <laughs> true, but I'm sorry. I can't give you that one. Heather. In tennis, what is it called when a player wins all four major tournaments in the same year?
1: An ace. I don't know.
0: And we're looking for Grand, Grand Slam.
1: Flam. I don't watch tennis.
0: <laughs> Scott. What company began to use the advertising slogan "Imagination at Work" beginning in two thousand and three? IBM. Good guess. General Electric. General Electric. Heather, the airport in which in which city is named after jazz pioneer Louis Armstrong? The New
1: Orleans airport.
0: The New Orleans airport is a correct. Oh come answer.
2: on! I call bullshit on that. That's a Homer <laughs> question. <laughs>
1: Hey, it's it's
2: all random. It's random.
1: It's (laughs) random. That could have been your question, Scott. You're right.
2: I would have got that one.
0: (laughs) Instead, Scott, this is your question. There are two eight-point letters in Scrabble. Name one of them. Z? You would think, but Z is not on here. X and J are the two eight-point letters in Scrabble. Mm. I think Z is like 10.
2: I don't think J needs to be 8, but I didn't make the game.
0: Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. Heather, how many color stripes were in the Apple logo designed in
1: 1977? Five. So close, six. Damn it! I, I think, it was either five or six, and I knew it. I think it. they were the
0: colors of the rainbow, but I couldn't remember. Yeah. wrong. Damn it. Scott, what is the name of the illustrated gentleman who frequently graces the front cover of the New Yorker magazine?
2: Uh... No idea. Well, it's not Waldo because then you would not be able to see him. Um, yeah. I flat Stanley.
0: I was actually prepared to give you all the points if you got this one right. Eustace Tilly apparently is his name. Okay. So yeah. there you go.
1: Duh. Duh, Scott.
0: Put Sorry. that one in your back pocket for later. Where
1: were you on that one? <laughs> Heather. Yeah.
0: What explorer is well-known for charting Newfoundland, but his name is associated with many other places, including a South Pacific country with many islands, and his death in the Pacific after a fight with locals? That is a very long question. Sorry.
1: Um. I, I don't know. Lewis.
0: Wow. Ah, James Cook. James okay. Cook. Scott, which Greek alphabet letter was reimagined in 1996 to become the currency symbol for the euro?
2: Uh, um, I don't know which one. Uh, let's go with, I don't know, omega.
0: Epsilon, epsilon. Omega was a good guess, though. I'm trying to even picture the euro symbol. Anyway. Heather, what is a term for cuisine that combines different culinary traditions? Fusion? Fusion is a correct answer. Scott, at sea level, at what temperature Celsius does pure water
2: freeze? Uh, they only taught me Fahrenheit. Um
1: <laughs> This is America, Michael. That's right, yeah. I
2: don't I know, know what's going on with these questions. Uh 96. Zero degrees
0: Celsius, sorry.
2: Seemed too easy. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep. Scott, excuse me, Heather. After the ego and the super ego, what is the third part of the personality according to Sigmund Freud? Id. Id is a correct answer. Scott, which two siblings were featured in a 2001 episode of The Simpsons titled Tennis the Menace?
2: Let's just hope it's Venus and Serena Williams. It is absolutely Venus and Surreal. surreal I was going to say, if
1: you didn't get that one right, I, Scott, yeah, it was, it was game over. It was uh, it, game over for you.
0: Heather, what airline's official emblem features a traditional Aztec warrior known as an Eagle Knight? Alaskan. Aero-Mexico.
1: Damn it.
2: Wait, don't you always fly that? It, always fly Aero-Mexico. Come on. <laughs> How do you think I got the Cleveland?
0: <laughs> Scott, immortalized by the Beatles... Abbey Road is a famous street in what European city? Liverpool. That's a really good guess with that Beatles hint. It's actually London. Mm. Uh, We're a little past the halfway point. Our current score is Heather with 15 and Scott with 10, but these things turn around quickly. It's still anyone's game. Heather, the next question is to you. Which of these poets shares his initials with the TV network that airs Sesame Street? Alfred Lord Tennyson? Percy B. Shelley or Henry Wadsworth Longfellow? Percy B. Shelley. And that is a correct answer. Scott, which U.S. Commen- US constitutional Amendment adopted in 1868 granted citizenship to African-Americans?
2: Um, do we want to make Heather's questions a little bit easier, Mike? That'd be great. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sesame Street's on HWF station. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry it was citizenship to african americans
0: yes yes sir
2: um 14th
0: 14th is a correct answer well done
2: i'm half black mike
1: <laughs> i was gonna say kind of got to know that one <laughs> yeah <you know. laughs> i don't want to
2: get i don't want to get kicked out of the club because if i do then i, I can't wear like jordan i can't wear jordan's anymore <laughs>
1: yeah if they were gonna take your card yes they were absolutely gonna take your card <laughs> that,
2: yeah
0: all right, Heather. Heather, what is the longest above ground mountain range in the world?
1: The Alps.
0: Good guess. It's actually the Andes. Same thing. <laughs> Scott, what actor or actress would you find in the following movies? Hook, What Dreams May Come, and Bicentennial Man? Robin Williams. Robin Williams is a correct answer. I figured as a boozy bracketology listener, you'd probably know that one, if nothing else. Heather, in England, the the word lorry refers to what type of vehicle?
1: Like a uh, semi-truck.
0: That is a correct answer. I have truck, but it's close enough. You know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Scott, what species of shark has a nearly 360-degree range of vision? Hammerhead. Hammerhead is a correct answer. Well done. Heather, in 2009, Barack Obama completed completed his much-hyped first 100 days in office on the 29th of what month? March. Close. April. April. Damn it. Scott, in 2009, Chicago's famous Sears Tower officially changed its name to what?
2: With the CN Tower?
0: As a good guess, it's the Willis Tower. That's right. And no,
2: named after Bruce, right?
0: Yeah, exa- exactly. Yes. Yeah. N- Nakatomi Plaza. They just who re- else? <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> who else would it be named after?
0: Heather, the incessant blaring of which colorful instrument dominated the FIFA World Cup tournament in South Africa in 2010?
1: A vuvuzela. Yeah, I had we one.
0: Could all, we could all probably still hear them in our heads if we <laughs> close our eyes. Scott on Home Depot's website: Islands are. Items marked for what room of the house? Kitchen. Kitchen is a correct answer. Heather, what fictional character is often depicted smoking a distinctively shaped calabash pipe? Say it one more time. Sure. Which fictional character is often depicted smoking a distinctively shaped calabash pipe? Santa? That's a fantastic guess. If there's any kids listening, uh, ignore the fictional part. Sherlock Holmes is
2: what we're looking Damn
0: for. It.
1: Okay.
2: I thought it was Mr. Peanut, so.
1: Right? Yeah, right?
0: That was my second
1: guess.
2: Scott,
0: Robert Kardashian, the biological father of Courtney, Kim, Chloe, and Robert Jr., in case you couldn't guess, was a well known what?
2: Uh, I mean, he was a lawyer, the OJ case. Yep. Att-
0: attorney, that is a correct answer. Heather, a contestant on the 2012 season of Celebrity Apprentice, D. Snyder won fame as a frontman for what 80s
1: band? Twisted Sister.
0: That is a correct answer. I'm not going to take
2: it.
1: (laughs) Oh, you're going to take it.
0: Yeah, you're going to take this question, Scott. According to a Benjamin Franklin quotation, nothing is certain except what and taxes? Death. That is a correct answer. Heather, who was the satirical newspaper The Onion referring to in its 2008 headline "Black Man Given Nation's Worst Job"?
1: Wait, reword the question. Say it again.
0: Who was the satirical newspaper The Onion referring to in Oh, its Barack, 2000- Obama. Barack Obama. Barack right? correct.
1: I wanted to make sure, like, I didn't say The Onion. Like, I was. That's why. So okay. I got. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah.
2: I thought it was Steve Harvey. So. No, well, yeah.
1: That's, that was uh, 10 years later. He has a exactly. lot of jobs,
2: so I just, you know.
0: Yep, it's true. Scott, the OPEC oil cartel includes member nations from all but which of these continents? North America, Africa, Europe. Africa. Uh, close. Europe, Europe. No OPEC nations in Europe. Heather, in which country did vanilla
2: originate?
1: Indonesia? That's a
0: great guess. Mexico, apparently.
1: Damn it. Okay.
2: Got to take that airline. Yep, that's right. (laughs) It's
1: the only way to fly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Scott, which Californication actor wrote a book about a talking cow named Elsie Bovary?
2: Only actor I know from that is David Duchovny, so that's my answer.
0: (laughs) And David Duchovny is the correct answer. (laughs) Didn't know that about him, though. Heather, in the UK, which venerable organization is referred to casually as the Beeb? The BBC. That is a correct answer. Scott, the assassination of Archduke Francis Ferdinand is widely considered the event that triggered what war?
2: Uh, World War I.
0: That is correct. Heather, what's the name of the week-long celebration in New York City where the public can mingle with sailors, Marines, and Coast Guardsmen? Fleet Week. Fleet? I've never even heard of that. That is a correct answer.
2: No, Never heard of it either. Yeah. A lot of seamen though, that week.
1: <laughs> you guys have never heard of Fleet Week. Are you serious? Uh, I,
2: I'm not into <laughs> men in uniform, Heather. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's me. Except for the village people.
0: <laughs> well, obviously. Scott Wimbledon 2017 was won by the 14th seed Garbine Mugurusa, who surprisingly defeated whom in the final?
2: I don't even know if it's Come on, min- I don't even, I don't even know if it's men's or women's based on that name. So it's, uh, Let's uh, Let's go
1: bench warmer. Come on bench warmer. Let's go.
2: Roger Federer. Good guess uh, good
0: guess wrong gender. Venus Williams. <laughs> Venus Williams. <laughs> <laughs> but you're no, nope, you're right. I get you. Heather, which author created James Bond and wrote Chitty
1: Chitty Bang Bang? Um Oh god. Um I'm so mad because I know this, uh, because he has a knighthood, so he's a sir, and
2: oh, oh, Elton John.
1: Can- Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> oh God, I'm so mad at myself.
2: I'm gonna need an answer.
1: No, I can't. I I can't place it. Is it?
2: Is it? Is it? Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. It is it,
1: it is. it is. Yeah. It is
2: not. It is Sir Ian Fleming. Okay. Sir Ian
1: yeah. Fleming. Yeah. Ian Fleming. Yeah. yeah. So mad. Elton John.
0: Scott, next question to you. That was good. Pyrophoric substances are so reactive that exposure to air causes them to spontaneously what? Combust. It says ignite. Explode. Yeah. The same. Yeah.
2: Yep.
0: yep. Exactly. Yep. You got it. Tomato, tomato. Exactly. Heather, brackets are best described as square cornered versions of what other punctuation marks?
1: Oh, um, parentheses.
0: Parentheses is the correct answer. Scott, which nineteen, which uh, which eighteen eighty eight photography company's slogan? You press the button, we do the rest. Promoted an early version of a point and shoot camera.
2: Let's go back to before you messed up and make this a nineteen eighty eight question, because then my answer, <laughs> my answer would be George Michael. Um, <laughs> I will say oh, Polaroid. Ah, uh, good
0: guess, Kodak. Oh, I, Kodak. One of the two. Yep, exactly. Heather. What city's subway system is referred to by locals as the tube? London. That is a correct answer. Scott, which school was Maya Lin attending when she designed the Vietnam Veterans Memorial as part of a class assignment?
2: That's a great question. Uh, Dartmouth.
0: Good guess. Yale, apparently. With a little under five minutes to go, we have Heather with 24 and Scott with 19. Let's finish it off strong. Heather, made famous in the movie Dracula, Transylvania is a region of what country? (gasps) Romania. Romania is a correct answer.
1: My husband would have been so mad at me had I not gotten that right because he was stationed there for a little while, so he would have been so mad at me. Okay.
0: (laughs) Scott, the 1992 series finale of what TV show gave its crafty and handy protagonist a son?
2: Crafty? 1992? It's not Home Improvement. That's way after 1992. Who else is crafty? Um, I have no idea uh let's go with something that would have ended in the early 90s nope i can't even think of that so let's say full house Uh,
0: i thought you might get there it's macgyver you were on the right track
2: macgyver does make sense he did make Mm -hmm. things
1: (laughs) he did he was handy
2: he was my third prison name handy Uh, just stop (laughs) i don't
0: Heather in the folk song She'll be coming round the mountain What will she be driving Big
1: white horses
0: uh, I can't give it to you It's oh, six white on. horses
2: <laughs> Heather
0: I'm sorry You,
2: you. can't give it to you for just one big white horse
1: Listen I knew it was a white <laughs> horse And I knew it was multiple <laughs> white horses Listen <laughs> I didn't say brown horses Or black horses <laughs> If,
2: I think when it's a brown horse, you just say a you
1: just horse. horses. All right. Well, I feel like I should get that because it we'll, was We'll we come back to
0: it afterwards.
1: I should get a half on that All one. right. Uh,
0: if there's a way to give half points, I would give you Listen, half you points. gave God. me
1: Oh, Pretty Woman. So what's the
2: difference? <laughs> there's not six of them.
1: So help me go. All
0: right. I'm, pa- I, I'm pausing the timer. Are we playing the rest of the game? <laughs> on the <process? laughs>
1: I'm just saying. Okay, fine. it, it was I, I
0: it was a tough call. I made it in the moment. I liked I'm it. Sorry. Fine. Thank you.
2: Uh,
0: all right. Move moving on. Scott, the hottest place on earth ever recorded was one hundred and thirty four point one degrees Fahrenheit. In what desert was it
2: recorded? Death Valley, Sahara, or Gobi? I was gonna say Death Valley if there weren't any choices, but now yeah, I'm gonna stick with Death Valley.
0: Sticking with your gut was a good choice. That is a correct answer. Heather, what sea creature has three hearts and nine brains? An octopus. An octopus is a correct answer. Well done, Scott. Which of which TV sitcom features a pesky Uber geek whose signature catchphrase is "Did I?" Do I feel that? like I
2: have nine less brains than an octopus playing this. Just to let you know, um, it's uh, Family Matters.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> That is a correct answer. Heather, the term anosmia refers to the loss of which of of the five senses? Taste. Heather, it says says nose nose in the word. word. Listen. It's it's very on the nose. Yeah, I know. I know. Scott, a mere 4.2 light years away, what aptly named star is the closest to our sun?
2: Um... I don't even know names of stars besides the ones on the Walk of Fame that I see all the time. Um, <laughs> right, I, I don't a supernova. Proxima Centauri.
0: That's Proxima a Centauri
2: that's a transformer, like that. Mike. <laughs> that
1: right? was my prison nickname. So, oh, that, that one.
2: You were in the, you were in that Orange's New Black prison. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Heather, what was the cost of a New York City subway token in 2003 when it was retired because of the trendy new MetroCard?
1: $1.83.
0: You were very close. It was $1.50. Scott, mostly covered in desert and prone to droughts, in what country's native language does the word for rain also mean blessing?
2: Um... Let's go with, I don't know, Nigeria.
0: Botswana. Good guess though. Heather, a lover of red meat and weaponry. Ron Swanson is Leslie Nope's mustachioed boss on what popular sitcom? Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec is a correct answer. Scott. In texting, what does IMHO mean?
2: In my humble opinion.
0: That is a correct answer. Final questions for each of you. Heather, how many states do you drive through on U.S. Route 83 if you start in North Dakota and go directly south to Texas? Five. So close. Six.
1: six. I swear to God, I was like, if you say
0: six, one. I know. Second, that's the second time you've been bitten on a, swear on to a God. five guess out of six. Yeah. And Scott, final question to you. What is the boiling point of water in
2: Celsius degrees? You got
1: both of the water. <laughs>
2: questions. Of course I did. Have you really had trouble with sixes? It was. <laughs> it's six white horses.
1: Listen, I was not told that there was going to be math involved. Yeah. Okay, I, um,
2: I didn't. I wasn't told there was going to be Celsius conversions. <laughs> Hold on.
0: That's true. That All right.
2: True. So, um,
1: carry the one. Carry the one.
2: I'm gonna say, oh, duh, for Nick Shea, 98 degrees. <sighs>
0: You're so close, Scott. It's a hundred degrees.
1: No, oh.
2: one hundred. Two on the nose.
1: Listen, yeah. Drew, Drew Lachey helped you
2: on that I, one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like Drew Lachey in this game.
0: Oh my gosh, guys! Those were some tough questions. I'm, I'm sitting there reading a couple of those and I'm going, I'll be amazed if they get these. So. Oh my
1: God. There was a few that, that he had that I was like, oh my God, steal. Can I steal?
0: <laughs> and, and that's that's how it goes. It's, it's all luck of the draw. But at the end of our hot seat round, we have Heather with 27 points and Scott with 22 points. But I remind you both, we are heading into our wager round. It is anybody's game. I'm going to give you guys three categories. And you're going to wager up to and including all of your points on those three questions. Like I said, you can wager zero. You can split them across three, however you want to do it. But you're going to do it based on these three categories. Your categories are the funnies, music piracy, and sports records. Oh, God.
2: Oh, the funnies. That's misleading, (laughs) I bet.
0: Lock, lock in your wagers and let me know when they're when
2: they're done. I'm locked in, Mike.
0: All right, Scott, your wagers are locked in. Heather, let me know when your wagers are locked in. Okay. All right. Wagers are locked in. As a reminder, this current scores are Heather with 27 and Scott with 22. And here's your first question. The category is the funnies. What often political daily comic strip created by Gary Trudeau in the throes of 60s counterculture, was the first of its kind to win a Pulitzer Prize. Standard lock and rules
1: apply. Okay. Got it.
0: All right. Heather Heather is locked in. Scott, you want to you talk it out?
2: I was really just for dramatic effect not answering. I wanted to try to freak <laughs> out Heather. I don't know. <laughs> um, can you repeat it?
0: Sure. What often political daily comic strips? created by Gary Trudeau in the throes of the 1960s counterculture, was the first of its kind to win the Pulitzer Prize.
2: Yeah, I'm sure I've seen it. I can't think of the name of it. Um, peanuts is my final answer.
0: All right, Scott has locked in with peanuts. Heather, what do you say?
1: Um, If I remember correctly, it was always underneath like the little, like, edit like letters to the editor that's where it used that's where it was in my newspaper and i believe it was called far from home
0: far from home is heather's guess unfortunately we're not going to be awarding any points here i do remember far from home um so it might have been it might have been affiliated at some point but uh the correct answer is dunesbury Dude. I don't know if you guys remember Doonesbury. I do.
1: And I thought about that because initially I was like, because initially I went Doonesbury, Beetle Bailey. Right. And then Far From Home. So that was my thought process. Damn it. Okay.
2: I wonder if people okay. under 35 listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I know. We're, we're, we're old. I get it. I get it. Heather, how much did you wager?
1: Uh, I did 10 points on that one.
0: All right. And Scott, how much did you wager?
2: I did zero because I was hoping it was actually about funnies and not about comedy. And I was right. (laughs) I haven't been right often, but I was right this time.
0: You were right this time. And that was pretty good wagering because after one question, the score is Scott with 22 and Heather with 17. Let's see how you guys do with the next question. The category is music piracy. In addition to Metallica. What rapper also sued Napster for copyright infringement back in 2000? I feel like I remember this. I'll lock in. All right. Scott is locked in. Heather, you want to talk it out?
1: I'm not super sure, but this is just what I'm going to go with. And it's kind of what I'm writing on. And I'm probably wrong, but that's okay. Because I gave it my best. So (laughs)
0: that's right.
1: So, yeah, I'm, I'm locked in.
0: All right, Heather, what, what did you say?
1: Uh, I went with Dr. Dre.
0: Okay. Heather has Dr. Dre. Scott, what did you say?
2: That's a really good answer, actually. I like that answer better. I went with Dr. Dre's protege, Eminem.
0: And that's a very good guess, too. Uh, unfortunately, the pupil did not become the teacher. In this case, the teacher wins out. It was, in fact, Dr. Dre.
2: Mm-hmm. I remember that <gasps> now, yeah.
1: Well, I well the reason why, and the reason why I went with that one is because I remembered Metallica being the big one, but yep. also, but with Dr. Dre, he had all of the music production, and so that's why I thought that that's why he would get involved because he was coming into it as more of a music producer. Wow, that so, that that actually makes sense.
0: Um, mm-hmm. when when I when I when I saw that I. My first when I saw this this factoid, I my first thought was, man, now I'm one of the motherfuckers that forgot about Dre. I know because I, I completely did not remember that, that 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 had happened. Yep.
1: Listen, because nothing comes out when you move your lips, just a bunch of gibberish. I mean, so that's yeah. what's going on right there. I,
0: I mean, we're we're almost an we're almost an hour into this episode. I think people have figured that out about me at this point. So <laughs> all all of us. <laughs> All, all of us, that's right. All right, Heather, what did you wager?
1: I wagered 17 points on that one. Ooh, big wager from Heather
0: on Ooh. that one. That was a big one. And Scott, what about you?
2: I'm not sure that it matters, but I, I lost five on that one.
0: You lost five on that one? Oh.
1: Because I I would... this is, he's, he, I know what he did. I know what he did. He put it, he, he's just saving it for the third one.
0: I, 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 I actually had a feeling that he might. Mm-hmm. So here it comes. Are you ready? The final category is in sports records. What major league baseball player holds the career record for the highest number of home runs per at bat?
2: Great question.
1: Well, this is up your alley, Scott. So
2: Yeah, I know.
1: There's way more pressure on you than it is me right here. I know. Well my sports podcast is shelved, so
2: (laughs) my mine is about to be, it seems like. Now, if you've listened to mine, you know that I don't usually get many questions right. So I'll, I'll lock in.
0: All right. Scott is locked in. Heather,
2: your thoughts?
1: Um, I honestly just went with a name that first came into my head. So I went with Sosa. Sammy Sosa.
0: Okay. Heather locked in with Sammy Sosa. Scott, what did you think?
2: That's really funny. It must be 1998 again because Sosa's Battle of Maguire because I locked in with Mark Maguire.
0: Scott Larkin with Mark McGuire. Heather, how much do you wager?
1: I did a big fat
0: goose egg. A goose egg. So it's Scott, what did you wager?
2: I Everything I had left, 17.
0: 17. The third all-time Major League Baseball player for home runs per at-bat, or at-bats per home run, it works the same either way, is Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The second... Is the Bambino, Babe Ruth, number one, with 10.61 at-bats per home run, or whatever one-over that is for the home runs per at-bat. It's Big Mac Mark McGuire. Scott gets
2: the points. Yes, it is. Well actually, I actually done. knew this one. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah, I did. Okay. No, I did. I did know this listen, one.
1: I said, I knew it was one of the two. Yeah. I knew it was one of the two, so that's why I just went this with is This had come
2: up on, on Ben Foreman at some point, and, and mm-hmm. it's something I retained. I don't retain much of it, but this one I did.
0: Maybe that was why it was in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. I should have known better than to give you a sports question the final, but I still thought it was interesting because yeah. I think most people default to the babe on that one. Yeah.
2: Well, McGuire just didn't have a lot of at-bats because he was hurt so much. He was hurt mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Yep.
0: Well, I think I forgot to give scores after the second question, but unless my math is incorrect, I believe we now have a score of 34 for Scott and 34 for Heather, which means we are tied. What a fantastic way to start off the mic region of the bracket. All right, I didn't discuss how the tiebreaker was going to work because I honestly didn't think we were going to end up here, but here we are. So the tiebreaker is really simple it's everyone's favorite closest to the pin challenge. Uh, I'm going to Read you a question with the numerical answer and whoever gives me the answer that is closest to the actual value. Uh, no prices, right rules or anything. I don't care if you go over or under, but whoever is closest is going to be the winner of tonight's game. It's pretty straightforward. So uh, unless you guys have any questions ready to launch into it.
2: Let's go.
1: Beam me up. Let's go.
0: All righty. Well, your category for this closest to the pin is in modern literature. I know you guys are excited about that one. (laughs) Prolific author Stephen King published his first novel, Carrie, in 1974, and has been writing steadily since that time. As of May 2022, how many novels has Stephen King written? And to clarify, this does include collaborative novels as well as novels that he published under the pen name Richard Bachman.
2: I will lock in, Mike.
0: All right. Scott is locked in. Heather, you have any thoughts on this one?
1: Um I have a lot of thoughts on this one. Um
0: <laughs> are some of them um, curses directed at me? Um
1: <laughs> no, mostly mostly it's Scott. Okay. Um, so <laughs> so I was at at first it was like, well, use your lucky number. And then I was like, no, there's no way. Not not in that amount of time. We're not. My lucky number uh, is sixteen because that's just the number that I used, um, or I would get assigned when I was um, trying out for the cheerleading squad. And okay. every year I made it, I was number sixteen. So that's my number. That's my favorite number. Um, but just just in the math of the time, like that's that's not enough for that. So so I kind of it a little bit, and I was like, just just pick a number. Just randomly, you know, so I'm going with, uh, I'm just going to say 53,
0: 53. Okay. Heather is locked in with 53. Scott, what did you lock in with?
2: Turns out I'm a huge Stephen King fan. Um, (sighs) Okay. No, I know. I'm kidding. I just no, said that I wanted not. to see Heather's he's reaction.
0: Like, absolutely I was, not. I was waiting for you to go. I know exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. Know.
2: I, I, I just wanted to see <laughs> Heather's reaction. No, I mean, I feel like I know the normal amount about Stephen King that that most people do. I mean, you know, the big ones, you know, yep. your carries and your, your fire starters and and pet cemeteries and those. Um, then I was like, I, I kind of went the Heather route and said, like, let me just pick a number. I guess that has some sort of meaning, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about that number. And I said, that's probably too low because if we're also including collaborative and, and his mm-hmm. pseudonym stuff, it's, it's gotta be higher than, you know, I, at first I was like, well, maybe one every two years, you know, or on average or something like that. Right. It takes a while to, you know, obviously to write it and, and go through the publishing process. But then I thought again, with the, with the other stuff included, it it may end up being more than that. So I can't believe Heather said 53, because if it's 52, we got to do this again. But I locked in I locked in with 51, so.
0: Okay. All right. Well, the good news is we don't have to do this again. Oh, sweet. <laughs> because we are going to have a winner here. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Scott, for you, the bad news is cocaine is a hell of a drug. Fair. <laughs> Stephen King has actually published 64 novels <gasps> in the last 48 years. Wow. Yeah. So that puts Heather closer to the pin by two. And that means Heather is our winner for tonight.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) First of all, I would really like to thank science and um, (laughs) pop-up video uh, in the 90s. Thanks.
2: Yeah, there you go. Oh, I must have missed the Stephen King pop-up video episode.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I didn't watch a whole lot of VH1, but I was surprised if he made that many uh,
1: <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> that many appearances there. All right, so that's it. Heather is our winner for tonight. Congratulations!
1: Thank you, thank Congrats. you, Scott. Scott, thank you for for a good game.
2: Yeah, it was no, a, hell thank of a you. game.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, guys. Well, that was a fantastic game and a fantastic way to start off the lower left region of our hot seat tournament. Thank you guys both for joining us with a final score of 34 to 34 and a win on the tiebreaker. Heather will be moving on to the next round. We'll find out who she'll be facing in the next episode that I will be hosting. In the meantime, uh, if you're enjoying what we're doing here on the Pub Trivia Experience, there's a lot of things you can do to get more information or just help us out and different things like that. Uh, Number one, of course, is Patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B. If you want to give back financially, the show, all of that goes right back into getting us better equipment and stuff like that. Uh, Chris Chris won't let me, you know, use that money to buy beer, uh, even though I keep trying. Uh, But... uh, if 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 you if you feel inclined to do that that would be great if not we totally understand uh you could still come and visit us on any of the socials we're at pub trivia pod on twitter because of the character limitations but otherwise we're pub trivia pod pub trivia experience um on facebook of course we also have the lounge for fans of pub trivia experience and boozy bracketology which is our sister podcast come over there hang out uh shoot the breeze we're always on there just chatting and doing random things like that that's kind of how we got a lot of people signed up on this thing so uh we hope you guys are really enjoying the show heather scott you guys have a good time
1: yeah oh yeah totally listen if i could have stolen questions it would have been over for you
2: i i feel this i feel the same way <laughs> i feel uh, that's the way that that's the way those go they'll tend to go in these tournaments
0: i that's know that's so often how these things go it's uh it's always fun it's always luck of the draw um Heather, did you have did you have anything else you wanted to shout out besides Tim Dipple again?
1: Uh just, no, let me just no. No, he's already gotten his <laughs> 3 minutes of fame. Let's just leave it at that because if we do any more than that his head is going to get bigger than it already is. Uh, yep. And so like the boy has to like walk normally at some point. So let's <laughs> just
0: A- Excellent point. Excellent point. Uh, Scott, as always, thank you for joining us and thanks for a hell of a game. Uh, once more, can you tell the listeners where they can find Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. If you enjoy trivia um, of of any kind, really, uh, come over to Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. It's sports trivia, but we really just have a good time. We... we... As you can tell by my my game here, we don't get a lot of questions, right? That's not what we pride ourselves <laughs> on, but we, we pride ourselves on making sure you have a good time. Um, we're at Benchwarmers TP on all the socials. We also have a Facebook group called The Bench, where you can also just kind of ride the pine with us and and chat. Um, so just do that. Uh, we appreciate it. And we're always looking for new supporters and support these guys, support pub trivia experience, boozy bracketology, the hot seat tournament. They do a great job. It's always a pleasure hanging out with you guys. And I'm looking forward to, to my, my bracket. I don't know when we're doing it. Hopefully soon, later this summer, but I, my, my yeah, bracket's it's... coming up and I'm really looking forward to it.
0: I, I'd have to check the schedule. I think, I think we had it uh, penciled in for the fall, like October time. Let's go. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that one. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh Scott Scott said it said it all. Head over to Benchwarmers Trivia. You not you will learn something, but you'll also just have a lot of fun doing it. And that's really the most important thing. That's what we're all about here. We hope you've learned something here tonight, but more importantly, we hope that you have had fun. Uh for the Pub Trivia experience. I have been your host, Mike.
1: And I'm Heather with your six white horses.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I've been Scott, who needs to study his Celsius.
0: And we are out. Have a great one, everybody.